Welcome, welcome once again to the Brown Spade Podcast Show. We have a very, very special guest, and I am very, very excited, very elated to have this man here. I've been following him uh, for years. <laughs> Mr. Andre, what's going on, brother? What's going on, brother? I'm glad that, that we got a chance to be on this live together. I, I've been uh, looking forward to this all week. And so I see that you, because you're doing a lot of work uh, in a positive atmosphere when it comes to uh, men that are traveling. And so uh, I appreciate the fact that you're even uh, bringing that side of of travel to to uh, to light. A lot of dudes, it's always all about, uh, you know, the party, party, party side, which is cool. Right. But there's also a side for those that are looking to relocate or those that are looking to uh, find real love or just fall in love with the locations that they're going to. Uh, so I'm glad that you put this together, your channel. Right. Appreciate so, it. So the name of this, before we get started, the name of this uh, podcast is called Dominican Republic versus Colombia. So before we get started. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, we're back. All we right. just had to do the introduction. <laughs> I need to give me an intro like you guys for the live stream. I don't know why I've been slipping all this time. Yeah, you man. So, uh, yeah, so, brother, so to, uh, today's topic, we're talking about um, a Dominican Republic versus uh, Colombia. I'm an expat. Yes. Andre is an expat. We're both Americans. Yes. Uh, I live in Dominican Republic. He lives in Colombia. So, we're going to be talking about the differences and, you know, um, from different cultures and what's his perspective and my perspective on my experience here and his experience there. So before we begin, man, let's get a briefing. Let's get a brief storyline of yourself. All right. I was uh, I'm actually originally from Detroit, Michigan, by way of Tampa, Florida. I've been living in Tampa. I, I was living in Tampa for about 14 years. I was married at one point in time for 14 years as a stepdad. And that marriage didn't work out. But we were, we're still cool to this day. Uh, but uh, I knew after that I wanted to start going to the next chapter of my life. So I started traveling and got my passport, started traveling to different countries and uh, came across Taylor May's channel, Taylor May Dream. Shout out to him. Shout and out Taylor May. DR. Shout out Taylor May. It's time know, for another right? show too. He did my first show as a matter of fact. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he did my first YouTube show. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then we, then we uh, ended up, uh, I came across, I had a lot of friends, a lot of people don't realize in Tampa there is a huge Dominican population. I mean, not Dominican, but a uh, Colombian population. Okay, I didn't and know that. So a lot of my friends were Colombian. Oh, yeah, there's like a, a whole area where it's nothing but Colombia, Colombia restaurants, clubs, bars. And so a lot of my friends that I work with were Colombian. So I would go to Colombian concerts, Colombian dance halls, you know, so I was always around it. So they were like, you need to go, you visit everybody else's country, why don't you visit ours? Right. And uh, once I visit here, I started coming, you know, by way of everybody, the Gateway, Medellin. And then I started traveling to other other locations. And I came here to Cali, met my wife here in Cali. And we started off uh, back and forth. It's just on the friend side because I'm not one of those guys to start a, 
a pseudo relationship, knowing I'm living in another country, <laughs> and, but I'm pretending like it's my girlfriend. Right, right, right. So we just, get, we get some friends. But once, once uh, you know, once we start getting serious, then I started getting serious about okay, this might be the location where God might have me to be living. And so came over here, uh, got married two years ago. We just celebrated our our second year anniversary on the thirteenth hey, of this hey. month. Congratulations! Right, two years down, four years together. <laughs> Uh, I've been That's living here in Colombia, going on four four plus years. Okay, four plus years. Okay, and so yeah, that's how that's how it's been. I've been and I've been all over the country, you know, because I, I have a, a truck. So I went ahead and bought me a truck uh, last year, two thousand thirteen Equinox. I mean, two thousand twenty Equinox, and so now I get to travel all over the country and all over the all over South America. So I don't I have more experience than just the limited locations that a lot of guys go to. That is true. That is true. So let me ask you this. Were you um were you inspired to go what inspired you to even were you considering leaving the country before you met your wife or once when you met your wife? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I was always considering. I've I've always been a traveler. Whether it be I've been on five cruises. I've I, but, but it's kind of funny the the week before I I went to Medellin the first time, I just left the Grand Canyon. Mm-hmm. So I've always been you know, I'm in San Francisco. I'm all up in Seattle some dang where. Shout out to B-Morph with all the crab cakes and all the, all the Corona <laughs> you can drink. You know, so, so, so I'm, I'm, I'm everywhere. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I was straight gypsy life ever since I was a kid. The worst thing my mom ever gave me was a bike. Because right. That was it. She, right. That was the last time she could see her child. Right. So, so, um, so I knew eventually I would live outside the country. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So, um, how is your experience? We're both we're both married to Latina women. Uh, women, how how was your experience? Um, you know, uh, mar- uh, being married in a relationship with a Latina woman versus an American woman. <laughs> oh, versus American? Oh man, it's like it's like especially since I've been on, in, the, in the marriage genre more than once. I can easily say being married to. Let, let's go with the American woman first. Yeah. Because the American woman brings a lot to the table as far as her innovativeness, her business savvy, her, her, a lot of, a lot of women out there are, are getting very educated, highly educated. They're starting yeah. to make more money than any time in history uh, to where right now, first time in the U S history, there are more women employed than men before prior to COVID. Not that's changed because more women have to be at home uh, taking care of the kids until things get back on track. But uh, women have been doing some great things in the States and great. There are a lot of beautiful women in the United States because it's so diverse. So right. I take nothing away from the United States as far as what the women bring to the table, but the modern day women, how things are starting to evolve in the dating game and the headaches and the games you have to play. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No matter what stage and age that you're in, then you've got this body positivity where every woman th- should be deserved to be a 10 when you know that you are out of shape and you're not healthy. Right. Uh, and if you can't take care of your body, you may not be able to help me take care of my body. So a lot of times when it comes to U.S. women, you slipping, ladies. Globally, compared to women globally, right. you're slipping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might have more money, but you're going to end up with a dog, just like Kevin Samuel said. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I say, too. Uh, it's nothing now, against it's nothing against sisters. It's nothing personal. Um, but, again, uh, I think that they, they have learned to be uh, too independent. And there's nothing wrong with being – independent but when you looking for a relationship then you have to be co-independent 
and men and, and men right. as well. You have to be co independent. Where we where you in a relationship uh, for each other, not not about. It's not all about you because it's not about all about you and your looks. You know. So yeah, that was right. one of the things, and I think uh, in my comparison, but living in the Dominican Republic, they're more family oriented. Like their family is first. Like if you catch a woman, if she's married, it's it's all about her family first. It's not about her. You know. True. Yeah. Earn money said, uh, what's up, Dre from Santo Domingo? What's up, what's up, our uh, good people? When we when we just got back from DR about about a month and a half ago. We went uh, during October for about a month. So we went to Santo Domingo. Okay. Met Earn and his wife, great couple. Just really good. That's a dude that you want to interview too. Look at looking forward to meet you, brother. Looking forward to meet you. Please like, yeah, share, yeah, please yeah. like, share, and subscribe, man. Yeah. Help, you know, brother, just yeah, trying to get a, out. That's a good man, right there. <laughs> I'm newly retired, man. man. I'm and, trying uh, to get out, earn money. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and uh, so they showed us a great time. Then we went to uh, uh, Puerto Plata. No, we went to Santo Domingo yeah. for for a week. Mm-hmm. We no, we Santo Domingo two weeks. No, Santo Domingo one week. Then Santiago for a week, and then uh, Puerto Plata. Yeah, Puerto Plata. Plata. Yeah, that's the that's the north side of the island. Yeah, Puerto yeah, Plata. We went to that one for a week, and then we shot back because we really like Santo Domingo, so we shot back there for another <laughs> week and enjoyed ourselves. So yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. We did it. Yeah, but as far as uh, American women versus uh, South American or Latin women in general, the the list is not as stringent of expectations that Latin women have. Uh, Compared to American woman, American woman want you to be six feet. I'm I'm six three, so I, I finally make I made it to the okay. party. I'm six two. Uh, they want you to be <laughs> six three, right? With a six inch six inch plus, making six figures, six pack, and you know, <laughs> with a six pack. And so, like in the words of Jaheem, he doesn't exist, right? You know, and you, they want this guy to to be yeah. uh, faithful, church dude. Yeah, put up with all their their attitudes. Accept them how they are, no matter what size they are. I remember one woman says, "Accept them and their children, and accept them and their kids." Right. As, one you know, woman asked her husband. She said, "If I wake up one morning and I was a worm, would you still love me?" He said, "I would take. I would love to take you fishing." <laughs> <laughs> he said, "I would take you fishing." <laughs> so, so this long list yeah, 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 yeah. That women in the that's a good one. States have is unrealistic, but. In, in 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 the Latin population, they know that the average man is only between five eight to five ten. So they're like, okay, cool. They know that he might not be a six figure dude, but he'll take care of generations. Right. He'll, he'll they know that they're expecting their husbands to bring uh, cultural awareness and family values, and not just monies. It's cool, dude, bringing money, but if you got a dude that's rich but he's a jerk, your kids going to be learning that. But women in the states don't care. Right. As long as he bringing in that money. Right. And 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 they don't and they don't and they don't care how he brings it in. And it, it puts a lot right. of pressure on brothers to go out here and become, you know, do things that they probably normally wouldn't do because they considered it as I'm on the grind. I'm getting my bag. I'm hustling, yeah. you know, that type yeah. of mentality. Yeah. It put a lot of pressure. Yeah, scamming, you know, robbing, <laughs> selling drugs, the whole nine yards, man. And it, yeah. it it put a lot of pressure on you. And another thing is very unrealistic in the states too is they looking for instant gratification. Like they want somebody to be in their twenties already financially situated. When he man just got out of high school, yeah. if he finished high school. Oh, he just got out of high school. <laughs> and you want him to be you want him to be a millionaire at, you know, at twenty one years old, twenty years old. And and so that kind of pressure and then we look at 
while the uh, prison system is, is filled with young black men, you know, they out here doing all kind of, you know, mischievous stuff just so they can try to really impress. Because it's all about them trying to impress. It's all about materialistic stuff at the end of the day. Okay, you get your money, you're trying to buy stuff to impress people. Yeah. Because it's really not, it's really not, you're not out there trying to make 2000 4000 8000 a week right. to, to survive. You pass survival. You, you're not eating soup sandwiches if you're bringing 8000 a weekend doing illegal activity or scamming somebody. Right. So the rest of it is just just to buy something to impress somebody, uh, to own something, just to pull your, your, you know, pull out this big knot of money and put it to your ear just because you're trying to impress some female that you saw on Instagram. Yeah. And yeah. that that mentality is not part of the Latin culture in general. You're not going to see dudes no. in the Latin culture. They're, they're not moving like that. Like they're not moving like that. Or singer. And, That's right. Yeah, he's mimicking U.S. Uh, entertainers, you, if you see Bad Bunny on there doing some some stuff, you notice. Oh well, he's been hanging out with with U.S. entertainers. That's why he's doing stuff. Or you see Day Balvin or any of those any of those modern day Latin uh, performers doing stuff like that. You know that they've been around Americans, but because naturally by nature, the Latin culture does not flaunt like that. They right, they sit around and right. waste their time flaunting like that. Right, and so. Um, so uh, that's the other thing that I, that I find that is that holds brothers back when it comes to the U.S. And then you always you, you got all the laws that are against men in the United States. If you get divorced, 50, 50 percent is automatically hers, even though she didn't earn it. <laughs> right. When it comes to child support, you have to show and prove your six hundred dollars, two hundred dollars, uh, five hundred dollars a month. Right. She could lose her job. Right, and had lost it for a year, and the government, the child support courts, would never say, "Well, well, man, where's your six hundred dollars that you were supposed to provide for the child?" Because it's supposed to be fifty fifty. Right, they never check up on the woman, but they'll check up on a man and put him in jail. And those and type so of yeah, so many laws. Yeah, yeah those laws are they're against us. They're against us, and now a lot of guys are reluctant to become to to be married. These young guys, they're not thinking about being married in the no, states no. right now. I don't blame them, and I don't blame them. I don't blame them either. You know. I, I, I will say, lastly, yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. Go ahead. Lastly, the the uh, the older women actually think they deserve equal footing as the younger women. Ooh. Ladies don't want to realize that. Ooh. Say that again. Say that again. Or relationships. <laughs> I know, right? From prior relationships or relationship. <laughs> and you got this this girl that's 28 years old and she has no kids. And she has everything that you have, the education, the drive, the desire, the same personality. She loves God like you do. She got the same curves. She got the same thick lips, whatever it is. She has the same thing as you, but she hasn't been tarnished or, or, or hurt or, 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 she, or, she, she got less miles on her. She got, she has less miles yeah. on her and she's not as damaged. Absolutely correct. And she's not less as damaged. Miles and less mouth. Yeah. 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 Yeah, man. So, because, yeah, and not the. It's not like we're complaining about women from the states or putting women down from the states. It's just when women hear us talk like this, they think that oh, you just putting women down because you live in another country or you you with them Latin women. Right. They don't right. realize how many Latin women are, are of color anyway. That's the other. Well, thing that's that the part that, but that's that 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 comes with that's that that comes with uh, ignorance because if they knew, knew their history, yeah. then they are no most Latin cultures. Have um, a come of they are a mixture of African descent. Yes, yes. 
A lot of people don't even know that four, only 4% of all slave ships even made it to the United States. Right. They don't even know that. And a lot of people don't know. It was more, it was more, um, it was more African, Africans enslaved in Mexico than the United States as well. Absolutely correct. Yeah. Absolutely correct. Yeah. They don't even know that. They have no, they just think everybody just came straight to the States and that's not true. (laughs) So when you date Latin, they automatically assume, like my wife, the more Spaniard looking Latin. Mine's is too. Mine's is too. (laughs) Right. Right. They don't realize that Afro Colombians or Afro Latinas is a humongous population globally. And actually, there are more Afro Latinas in the world and Afro Latin population in the world mm-hmm. than it is african-americans yeah between mexico brazil colombia peru oh, all yeah. the caribbean islands like mexico and, and uh, i mean like puerto rico and uh, cuba there is a larger population of black people that are of latin descent huge than there is african-americans but we swear we the largest one outside of Africa. oh yeah and we actually aren't and that's because of the arrogance of the the american mentality you know what i mean and yes, the lack is. and the lack yes, of knowledge with well, a lack of yes, history lack of history brother yeah yes it is yeah man but 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 like you say okay now compared to to uh to 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 the, to the Latin women, as as I was saying before, the list of the expectations is smaller. They expect you to be uh, play your role. They are not. First of all, on their list, they are not looking for a partner. That's some U.S. BS. Right. They are looking for a husband. Facts. You have a responsibility. The definition of the word husband means gardener. They are looking for a gardener. Facts. The definition of the word wife in its original language means life. She's the gardener that comes to life, but you are the gardener. They're looking for you. And to you're be supposed that. to cultivate that to garden. Partner, 50, 50, this and that. They, they right. look for you to be the responsible. Right. You're supposed to cultivate so that why, garden. Why, right. And as you, and as you're doing that, they're playing their role. Exactly. I was telling somebody on a live stream, I said, man, I haven't made my own plate in, <laughs> in own drink in three years. Four years? I don't know what. Dude, dude. I, I wish, man, I wish, dude, I'm going to tell you something. I wish I would go to the oh States. My, oh, my and God. Make my own plate of food ever again. Dude, I'm telling I you. I would go in there and make my own macaroni and cheese and put the, put the, uh, put the, put whatever I like on there, you know, because I don't eat uh, meat, so my fish, you know, I, or whatever it is. I wish I would go make my own plate. That is not going to happen. <laughs> that is not if, if we were at Golden if, if me and Andre were at Golden Corral, all I gotta do is sit there. Right, right. And but but here's the kicker. They do that for every male in their family. Right. Nephews to brothers, their younger cousins, their brother, dad, granddad. So mm-hmm. it's not that there's a lot of women in the States are like, oh y'all like that because they treat y'all like and Yeah, but no, because they do everything them. y'all tell them to do and they don't talk back and all this type of right, like right. man, come on. No, no, they they treat grandma treat every male the same, mom treat every male the same. Male get treated, males get same. treated very well. It's it's culturally. Yes, they do. Has nothing to do with us yes, being Americans. Thank you. But we can't tell that to an American woman. She actually <laughs> think that Latin women Latin women in America that do that. Oh, she's just doing that because she wants it. what would you go say the green card? She right. Say that. Oh yeah, they'll say that. Oh, they'll say she she just wants your money. I'm like, okay. So right. oh, she just wants your money. So you telling me? She, she so you telling money. me? Americans, American women don't don't want money. Well, why are they in divorce? Cut taking half of everything all the time. <laughs> Thank you. 
Thank you. They they want it. They want you to take them on a five hundred dollar date. Right. Two hundred fifty dollar date. For right. The first round. First round, and, and still no promise of the getting a kiss on the cheek, and still no promise of the poom poom. And nothing, <laughs> nothing. Ain't no promise of nothing. Oh my goodness, so, man. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I'm like I said, I'm not putting the, my sisters in the states down, and I, I'm or any women from the states down. I'm just speaking that these are realities, and a lot of times women in the states thinking that you're focusing on the negative realities. And like we started off with, talk about all the positive things that women in the states bring to the table. Right. However, they 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 have they to humble themselves. Yeah, and I think another thing too, Andre, is a lot of these sisters they're 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 really. They kind of over overpriced, overpriced them, you know, like overpriced themselves. And when I over, well, outmarket themselves. Let me say that, outmarket themselves yes. because yes. they are very, yes. very educated, right? And so they're most of them are more educated than their counterparts, which is their husband or boyfriend, and and a lot of and a lot of relationships in America. So that become that True. can becomes a problem. So the woman, she's in order for that relationship to to work, she's going to have to humble herself. In order for it to work, because again, if she's looking for somebody who's making that same same amount of money, then that 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 that's gonna it's it's not it's not a lot it's not a lot making that kind of money. It's not a lot making those six figures that that they you know that they are acquiring. It's only a limited amount of people making that type of money. My ex wife made six figures, but she had very little time to be a wife. Right. She made the money. Beautiful, gorgeous dude. See my ex-wife. They'd be like, man, your ex-wife, woo, dude. She great personality, just beautiful heart. Just beautiful heart. Right. Great woman. Right. Did not have time for the relationship. Yeah. And that and that's another thing. Time. That so, take the, the occupation, depending on what they're doing for a living. It takes them away from the home. And again, and that, there, was, there were there were times when she didn't even have to be at work and she would well i'll be, I'll be it, it would be situations like okay let's go to the movies tonight okay cool and we'll schedule a time period and she put it off a, a couple extra hours so we got to find another movie that's after that one and so now we're going to the latest movie and in the beginning it's cool but after a while you like you sitting down and talking to each other or going to counseling because something is not there you got two good people mm-hmm. that aren't demonstrative that aren't evil towards each other and it's not working out. Right. And so when you get to the point of the, you, you know, we sat down at the kitchen table and we had the divorce talk. Mm. And when we stood up, because we wanted to have that talk before anybody got bitter. Right. We didn't right. want to be one of those bitter separations. And that's what adults, so that's we, being adults about it. But go ahead, continue. Yeah. And so that's, that's why we, uh, we, that's why we're, we're cordial today. We're not, buddy buddies because nobody wants to be buddy buddy with any of their exes but right where we are respectful and cordial to each other right. way more than a lot of people are right right yeah i i want it to be cordial but i don't know i, I can still you know from time to time i can i can still feel the bitterness <laughs> <Real>. yeah <laughs> hey i'm like hey life goes on <laughs> all right so let me ask you this here so, um Go ahead. I'm sorry. What you about to go say? Ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. I was about to hear what you had to say. I was going to say. So, uh, back to some of my questions. Uh, what, what, uh, what have you learned about yourself since you have became an expat? I have superpowers. Mm-hmm. I have superpowers. 
I'm like Spider-Man that if he if, if he wouldn't, whether it was Miles Monroe or Young Black Brother that's Spider-Man now, or whether it was Peter Parker, if neither one of them would have jumped off the edge of that building, they wouldn't have discovered their superpowers. Right. I realized that when you become an expat, you discover stuff about yourself that, mm-hmm. that you never have to apply yes. when you're in the States. There's always a parachute in some way or another in the States. That is true. Always a, you can call about your bill and it's all right. I get an extension. You can always rob Peter to pay Paul in the States. Not saying I had to do that, but when you, when you're younger and you coming up, you ain't got that type of money. You don't have to women in the States. They don't have to use their superpower. They got WIC. They've got section eight. They've got child support. They've got welfare. They've got stimulus money coming in for $300 (laughs) a child. They they don't have to use their superpowers. Right. Uh, If you lose a job and you're not as, Somehow, someone you can still come up with that job because you can lie on your resume. All of a sudden, you got another job that right. may be paying you more than the job that kicked you to the curve. Right. You you don't have to use your superpowers. Right. But once men and women leave the United States, all of a sudden, a side of them, I don't know if it's if it's called a survival mechanism or you discover your creativity or your business side. I don't know what to call it, but all of a sudden, there are sides about you. When it comes to a pre, you, you discover, uh, for example, emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. The United States doesn't even rank in the top twenty countries in the world for emotional intelligence, caring about the next person. We right? Don't. No, we don't. We, we became a very, we're a very selfish country. World. Philippines is number one country in the world for emotional intelligence, caring about the next person, mm-hmm. being cordial, being respectful, mm-hmm. appreciating, opening up doors, things like that. Mm-hmm. So that's a superpower. When you leave the United States and you're doing online work from now on compared to going into an office, you discover I can actually do online work. I can put in my eight, nine hours, and it's for me and not for somebody else. That's right. a superpower. Right. You discover that you, you, can, you can bargain and right. you can negotiate globally, not just at your local fruit market. That's a superpower. So the first thing that I've learned, the major thing that I've learned is is all my superpowers to appreciate family. You think you know family. You think you appreciate family. But once you get in the Latin family, oh man, you appreciate you, family. you man. You appreciate man, family. I, I man, I'm telling you, I have the best. I have the one of. The, I have the best mother in law in the world, dude. I tell people this no, all the time. Don't. There's nothing I, I would not one. do. How you got the best one? <laughs> <laughs> okay, you got the best one in Colombia. I got the best one in the Dominican Republic. How about that? There you go. <laughs> Hey man, I, there's nothing I, I wouldn't do for her. And let me say this about my what one thing I love about my in-laws is you know, cuz I hear a lot of horror stories about the DR stuff when people got when guys come here whatever. And I'd be like, "Man, I haven't experienced that, you know, when they interact for those who do interact with those families, they always kind of need my you know, mm-hmm. my my wife mm-hmm. they're a blue-collar family, everybody works. Uh there's nobody sitting at home waiting for somebody, you know, begging for money or whatever. I I have not experienced that. So when they tell me their stories about how they had to take care of the, the, their girlfriend or whatever and the grandmother and the brother and all this other type of stuff, I'm like, dude, I never experienced that. So I, I just don't I get it. My, all, of, all of my wife's family own property. They're all working people. They yeah. own farms. Yeah. And you know how, like, in the Bible, you, you're, the, you're the man if you got cattle and yeah. goats and yeah. all. That's, yeah. that's them. Yeah. They own all type of livestock. Yeah. And here in Colombia, it's like, it's like a big deal because you can flip the the calves, and if you got the if you got the chicken farm, you got the yeah, eggs for yeah, sale. So yeah. it's always money. Yeah. So I can sit back and say that I have sponsored my uh, 
my family here. No, the most that we've ever done was for her brother who graduated uh, medical, not medical, but uh, as a mechanic. He, he went to college, not just uh, a trade school, but he actually went to college to become right. a mechanic. Right. Once he graduated, he got a job offer with Toyota. Mm. And we bought him his first pair of work boots and gloves with Toyota. Gotcha. That's the most that we've that we've <laughs> ever had to do for the fam. Right, right. I had man. I'm telling you, man. I just they're just good people. I I have encountered good people, and I'm glad to be a part of this this family here. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah man. But I I, w- I would definitely say I agree with you. You know, it's a it's like a sub surviving mechanism that comes in when you leave the country. Um, you know that. All the ability, it's some abilities in you that you see and you, you won't use them, like you say, until you actually leave your country. Because, you know, there's no picking up the phone, calling your brother or your cousin or something like that. <laughs> it's all on you. <laughs> it's all on you. It's you, all you on you. You say, man, hey, 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 dog, let me hold five minutes right. next week. Ain't, ain't no dog to call. Right, ain't no dog to call. Ain't nobody, you know. <laughs> The countries we live in, they don't have the economics. No, the average Colombian makes only between two fifty and four hundred dollars a month. Mm. That's it. And they, I, most people get paid once a month, and that's how and it is here too. They get paid once a month yeah, here they too. Get paid once a month so at the end of the month. At the end of the month. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah, man. So, yeah, it's something else. So you begin to appreciate and and and, and uh, uh, just you know you learn to be, be, be a, a different type of person when you are when you're global when you travel yeah. in our own countries of uh, colombian dr but when you start traveling to like to mexico or peru or uh, uh like my boy ace ace live he's in argentina right now what up ace traveling to these places i know right uh <laughs> you start to realize that there is a value in people that's mm-hmm. not being talked about exactly value in, in personality and character and behavior and you sit back, you see dudes on the side of the roads and they wiping down cars, but they got their, their wife and kid right there. You're like, man, this dude in the States, there is no way in the world. you uh, Most dudes were like, if I'm broke, I'm leaving my wife and kids and, 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 and I'll get myself together. Right. Not down here. They're like, nah. listen, if I'm broke, I'm not about to leave my kids and I'm not about to leave my wife. We just going to have to be broke. We're going to work it out. Together. Yeah, we're gonna work gonna it work out. out. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna work through candy. it. I'm, I'm, I'm doing tricks <laughs> on the street corner. Something exactly. Work this out. Exactly. And again, family come first. They they put their family first, and first. it's it's a beautiful thing. And and again, I can't you know say it enough. And when I go and look at the states, because I I tell my wife this all the time. I say when I was a little boy, family used to be together. You know, when I was a little boy, I said, but since I got older. It's all about everybody man. for themselves. <laughs> man, my family been struggling to have a family reunion for 10 years. Oh, man. Mine been struggling probably for 20 years. The they haven't had man, one. In, we've been talking family reunion for, for 10 years. They haven't had one since I was about in my 20s. I'm, I'm being dead serious. And 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 some of them, I'm like, I'm from Atlanta. Some of them live in the city. I haven't. When I was living in the city, I, didn't, I haven't seen them. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hadn't seen them in years. <laughs> so it, it's it's one of them things, man. You know, you just got to take the good. I still love them, but uh, you I know, it is what it is. You know, yeah. So let me uh, go to some more questions. Uh, so okay, describe the the uh, the femininity of the of the woman in Colombia. Oh, 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> one thing that Colombian women know is this. And, and this is the number one word. If you, don't, if, if you don't take anything away from this when it comes to Colombian women, Colombian women know this word exists and it's never going anywhere ever until the end of time. Competition. Mm. Colombian women know if I'm not feminine, he gonna notice her. Right. If I don't take care of my health and keep my curves right, don't worry about it. My man gonna be over there with the one with the curves. If I don't cook and provide and and support, don't worry. It's somebody else out there that's gonna. They, they're not naive like women in the states. Well, you get gone then. Mm-mm. Right, right, right. Don't play that. Right. Take they me as I am. Is, you know. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they realize that just the male species just. By percentage, we're like limited. Like we are limited, and they don't and they don't treat it as such in the states. We're limited. Yeah. By the time, by the time, women in the states. No offense again to ladies in the states because we love you. By the time you ladies wake up, you forty and two kids. I might be fifty and no kids. Actually, I'm. I'm I don't have any kids. I'm fifty. Fifty. Uh, fifty four, and I don't have any shorties running around here. Right. So. Why would I? Why would I take a woman, especially after spending fourteen years as a stepdad? Why would I do that again? Right. So I'm more or less like it's. Well, at least if somebody that's married to somebody that that has children, let the children be older. Mm-hmm. But in in my case, it's more or less like I got a choice. I could be with somebody that's like you ladies that are forty years old with two kids, or I can get with somebody in their thirties or under thirty with no kids with mature behavior and I don't have to deal with none of the, the extra baggage because a lot of women don't realize in the States it's not your kids. We worried about kids are kids, right? We, we ain't even trip. We ain't really tripping on you. Right. But you asking me to, to take on, let's say you a woman with one kid, you actually acted me to go into a relationship with three people, right? You, the child and the child's father. Well, he's not around, but he has the the opportunity. If he's not incarcerated, or if he's around and he may be a bum today, but get his life together tomorrow, he has the opportunity to eventually come back and, mm-hmm. and make it a trio. Right. I don't want to be in a relationship to where I'm with you, with your child, and all of a sudden, baby daddy get it on track, and the child is like, daddy, daddy, daddy. Yeah. I done put in all this energy. I done put you through all this of raising you up and make sure you and now daddy got on his feet and I got to sit back and I got to take second fiddle because dad stepped up and rightfully so because he's the biological but right but but here femininity is 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 competition mm. now it's different between how women try to be feminine in the states by showcasing their body and 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 you know, have dressed and I'm a diva. I'm a boss B. Yeah. You know, I'm a, yeah. That's, that's the femininity. That's queen. The, that's what men are asking for. Right. I'm a queen. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. She right. ain't got nothing on me because you know, women in the States are just like any women in the world. They, they're, they're competitive. Right. But when down here, they look at it like, let me learn from the next woman competitive. Okay. She takes care of her man. I'm going to take care of my man. Uh, he, uh, she makes sure that she doesn't put on too much makeup and too much lipstick. I'm going to make sure I don't put on too much lipstick. Uh, she learned from her mother and grandmother. Well, let me go ahead and learn from my mother. That's how it is in Colombia. Right, right. Women and and they like, learn how to and they learn how to cook at a very early age. Oh yeah, yeah. My my wife's been cooking for her brother and her dad like 
11 years old since right. she was 11. And my wife been I cooking mean, around we were, around 9 or 10, yeah. somewhere around that, yeah. She come, she, my, my wife is an accountant, a corporate accountant. She okay. come home from work, and her brother, he's in his 20s. Uh, he, now he got his, his own place now, but he was like 18, 19 back then. And right. she come in the house, and mom, mom ain't there, dad ain't there. She come in the house cooking. Right. Now he's 19. But it's a part of the culture because mm-hmm. all the things that she subconsciously would do for him, now she does for me. Exactly. You know, that she was doing for her dad, what she was doing for her little nephews, what she doing for her younger male cousins and things like that, uncles. She does all those things for me. So it's not that I'm so special, but because the culture has taught her that being uh, uh, supportive is it helps her when it comes to the competition of women that are out here. Colombian right. women are not dumb. No, they know I better have my body, my curves looking right. They know and she walking down the street. <laughs> they know that they got three cousins in their family that look just good as they do. See, oh yeah, she might have that one. Oh, they or yeah, two that one to stand out. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, the ones that stand out. No, not Colombia. Thank, thank you, Mister Thornton. I'm sorry, Mister Thornton. Thank you for coming in. Thank yeah. you for coming in the chat, Mister Thornton. Go ahead, go ahead, brother. Keep continue, continue. Oh, yeah. What's up, continue, Third, Andre. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, they realize that the competition is there. So they realize to showcase the best feminine woman they are. And then once again, going back uh, to gender roles, women in Colombia don't want to be like men. Right. They don't, they don't want to take out no trash. Ooh. They don't want. They ain't talking about no me too down here. Nah. There ain't no body shaming down nah. here. Nah. There is nah. no none of that. They're like, nah. listen. I know I'm a woman and God made me to be built with curves. So I'm going to make sure I got curves. Mm-hmm. I know I'm a woman and I know that I can cook better than my man and show love and I can hold down a household better than a man can. So I'm going to hold it down. Right, they right. have no problem with that part. Right. Women in the United States think that, they, that it should be either or, but it but it doesn't have to be. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That is so true. And I experienced the I same thing. Down. I mean, here they're very feminine, and 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 you just notice it right off the rip. They're very uh, friendly. I like how they greet each other too. They give each other. When I see two females greeting each other, if they're friend, if they notice each other, they, they give a hug, they kiss each other on the cheek. It's it's love. It's mm-hmm. it's genuine love. It's not somebody kiss somebody on the cheek and as soon as they walk behind the person, oh, I can't stand her. You don't see stuff like they. I haven't. I haven't experienced stuff like no. that. I haven't. I haven't. No. And I'm in a I'm in a I'm in the cent, I'm in the center part of the of this island. I'm I'm like in the center, so I'm like central central location. Okay. But uh, I haven't experienced that. They're very feminine. They're very lovable. They're very caring. And uh, like I told my wife, I said, you know, one thing I noticed about here, even if somebody needs some food, a neighbor they will cook and pack up and and tell their child to take it up the street to somebody. I said nobody ever. I haven't even seen hungry people. Even the people that's that's crazy. Walking around, they somebody feeding them, you know. So again, we just dealing with a whole different mindset, a whole different culture that is totally, totally the opposite of what we are encountering um, in the in, in the states.
just happen. Day when you start go. traveling, and I, I recommend that for anybody. Yeah. Once you start traveling, take advantage of your passport because it will teach you. The passport is the probably the thickest book that you will ever own. I'm going to say this again. The passport is the thickest book you will ever own because there is so much knowledge mm-hmm. you will acquire mm-hmm. from taking advantage of your passport. It will amaze you how much how much inside the knowledge you gather gather from from the passport. So that's why it's called a passport into that book or by with it because of it. Yeah, this internet acting up, brother. So just yeah. bear with me. Are you there? Kind of froze up on me. There you go. Can you hear me? Hello. Andre. I can hear you. Okay, it's still trying to it's still trying to catch up. Hold on a second. I can't see you might you might want to just use your avatar if you want to. Oh, okay. Shit, I don't even know how to do that. <laughs> Yeah, uh, let's see. Yeah, we're going to build up to easily two to three hundred uh, subscribers within the next uh, few days. So let's get this this brother's channel on board because he's planning doing some positive things with this channel. So, yeah, yeah, no guys. doubt, no doubt, and we appreciate that. Yeah, thank you. I think I'm up to speed now. Can you hear me now? I'm trying to make sure we're on the same speed. Oh yeah, I can see. Yeah, there you go. Okay, trying to catch up. Yeah, so. Okay, so um, what is the worst thing? Um, what is the worst thing that you don't like about Colombia? Froze up on me. What in the world? Up, oh, you froze. Yeah, froze I, I don't know what's going on, man. You said you was the worst. On a second. Okay. Here somehow we go. make the mistake. There we go. Okay. You somehow make the mistake of comparing Colombia. Now, this is what I was saying. I say because uh, I didn't get a chance to hear the last. Part I was saying, what, what is saying. the worst thing so that? Feel- what's the worst thing about Colombia that you don't like? That's exactly where I was going. I actually <laughs> told the audience. Uh, I was going to talk about the worst thing about Colombia and the worst thing about Colombian women. Mm. Uh, the the first is in regards to you have a tendency of comparing Colombia to other countries because Colombia is such a good country that once you leave, I heard this once this statement one time: if you're going to travel the world, make Colombia the last country. If you make Colombia your first country, it will be your last country <laughs> because you will like it. So much, dude. Not right. go to Colombia first, and I've heard that from a lot of people. Yeah, don't go. 
thing acting up. The exact same situation, the exact same store. Uh, we have Dollar Tree in the United States. They've got Dollar City, literally the same franchise. Mm. The buildings look the same. One says city, one says store. So, I mean, or tree. So we have that. Uh, we have, uh, uh, what is it? The, what's that store, that furniture store where you can buy just, we got Ashley Furnitures. We've got a, uh, like. Yeah, we got, we got an Ashley. We, we got an Ashley. Ikea. You know, you guys have Ikea just like the states have Ikea. Yeah. We have Home Center just like you have Lowe's. So all those, you, you're not missing out on anything. You know, you're thinking that you're going to, well, I got to bring this with me when I relocate that with me. That Right. So let me ask you, uh, is uh, is electronics marked up uh, higher than it is in the States there? Say that again? Electronics. uh, Are the prices marked up higher in Columbia than it is? Yeah. 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 Uh, Electronics and cars. Same thing here. here Yeah, they're a little higher. Than in the States. Yep. Yep. Same thing here. Same thing here. You understand because of the the, the import and the cost for them to bring it into the country. Right. And and to bring it to the other side of the country. A lot of people don't realize that that Colombia is, just case, just give them an idea. Colombia is the size of Texas, like Mm. literally the size of Texas. So just in case you want an idea of, okay, how big is the country? The same size Texas is. We what's know, the what's Texas the population of people? Country. What's the population of people there? Man, you know what? I forget what the what the full population is. I know I know Bogota is uh, Bogota is nine million. It, it ranks in the top twenty is three million, and it's number sixty six in the in the in the largest city in the world. Uh, Cali, we are two million two million people here in Cali. Then you've got Cartagena. Which is under a million. You've got Bogota. I mean, I'm mean, Berenkia, uh, Santa Marta. Then you've got the coffee region, which is Manizales, the, or the farm region, in other words. Uh, Manizales, Pereira, Armenia, all those, the coffee. We love that area. We're going to buy us a think out there. Yeah. Beautiful land, beautiful people. <clears throat> and so Colombia has five states. A lot of people don't think about Colombia having states like the United Women, guys, let me let me take the hat off. We're about to get get deep into this. There we go. I'm back. Let's in. talk about the Colombian women. What's negative about the Colombian women? Okay. A first of all, a woman is a woman is a woman. No matter where you go in the world, don't let nobody sell you Facts. that. At the Facts. end, of, at the end of the day, she has expectations of you. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. she has ups and down moves in life. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, she is a woman. So let that foundation. To be laid out, right? 
also the negatives about Colombia and women Those those women. Not everybody wants those type of women year round. I know some guys that live here. If that's they, they're in the in the cities, they keep five, six, seven of the most gorgeous, fun girls around them all the time. They got long, and there's like, I don't want to get married. I just want the company of fun girls. Mm. I, I met a few of those guys down here in Colombia. And they coolest it's guys that everyone meet. So you can't make judgment calls, dudes. But those even those guys are wise about the type of women that they they have around. It may be six of the women. girls know how to know how to find out which girl is a good woman which one isn't but when it comes to most of us like you and I that are looking for maybe one person they're out here there's some women that are have great careers mm-hmm. great educated women mm-hmm. women that have money if dudes sit back and think and listen to those to those people in the states you think South America nobody has any money yeah you let them so tell it you let them tell it everybody broke Everybody broke. Yeah. Even though you're riding past business after bit, when you get in your car, you're riding past business after bit. somebody owns that gas. Somebody station. owns that stuff. Somebody owns right. That, that, that somebody owns those restaurants. Owns that pharmacy. Right. Right. But, but but let Americans tell them that, yeah. that we're still living in the, that we're down here living in the jungles in the Amazon somewhere exactly. with, with the indigenous. Now I never and, I never I never been to Colombia, but what I will say, Colombia has better infrastructure uh, than the Dominican Republic. Um, uh-huh. But uh, uh, in the DR, you have a lot of blended communities. So you might have a big mansion here. You might have a little shack next to it. It's just a blended community. There's nobody thinking they're above the other person. I'm talking about the natives. I'm not talking about these expats. The neck ne- expats, they want to go and get a, a you know gated community. It's more Western style. But when you really, I live down here with the natives. So it's like you make a nice house here, not so nice house there. You know, a store here, a big store here, a very small store there, you know, a bodega, whatever you want to call it. So, yeah, just yeah. a mixture. But yeah. you never know who has the money because everybody there's nobody trying to dress to impress. It's just a whole it's a whole different mentality. Nope, that's another thing that I like. You can actually just. I tell you why, you know, why come down here with four Five pair Jordans and and all that stuff. I'm like Colombia is a deep this country anyway.
to worry about somebody pushing up on you trying to steal what you have. Even though we do have thieves in the States, you don't have as many people trying to push up on you, trying to take your little gold chain or trying to take your, so that, that more, that's more of a freedom that, that I wish was expressed more in Colombia was the freedom to be able to not have to worry about somebody stealing. I mean, Andre was telling me a few years back, they would, girls, girl hair. Mm. They would actually walk, walk up, on the girl, put a knife behind her neck. Whoa. Or even guys will put a knife up to because for the most part they there is a difference between Afro-Colombian women and women there's a difference between Afro-Colombian women and women that are the, the Spanish Colombian women mm. Colombian women are just like any other Latin group they have stand out negative that works your nerve uh, about Columbia women. I found that at all for the most part. Yeah. So let me ask you this. What is your favorite, just changing the gears a little bit, what is your favorite Colombian dish? Oh, anything that's got to do with pescado, fish. Gotcha, gotcha. Any type of fish, any they, the way they prepare their fish, the way they season it, the way a lot of guys come to Colombia and say, "Man, their food is bland." That's because they go to the shops, the restaurants. They're just tourists, so they come here. They go to the shops and the restaurants that uh, the meal is three dollars. <laughs> it's a nice size meal, but right. you're not going to get the seasonings and, and things that you would get if you go to like an Afro-Colombian restaurant. They, mm. They're from the coast. Mm. They're from the Pacific coast or from the Atlantic coast. So you're going to get really good food from, from them, uh, different seasonings, different flavors. If you go to some of the more fancy restaurants, you're going to get different foods and different flavors. But if you go to the basic mom and pop that's right around the corner from your hotel room, right. Yeah, that, that meal is only two dollars. 
and you're gonna get a big piece of piece of meat. You're gonna get two or three sides. A big get a big salad. You're gonna get a big big drink for two bucks. Yes, but it's not gonna be on the same level of seasoning that you would see. See my man Demain, my Spanish. Yeah, I see him. Yeah, uh, let's let's, let's learn TV. Spanish TV. Chance, make sure you subscribe. Oh yeah, yeah, that's my dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, uh, <laughs> and so, thank you for coming a lot in, of brother. Times, I know, right? Yeah. So a lot of times, dudes don't realize that they don't, uh, they aren't experiencing the real Colombia. That's the, another thing. If you only go to Medellin and Cartagena, and right. maybe sometimes Bogota, and Maybe sometimes better kid, you, you haven't experienced Colombia at all. You right. haven't experienced at least ninety-seven percent of the country. Right. You you can't you don't know nothing about Colombia. Right. If, you, if all you do is Cartagena and Medellin, you know nothing about Colombia. So stop going back to the states and telling people that you've experienced Colombia. No, you experienced two cities in Colombia. And that's you have not experienced yeah. Truly experienced Colombia, and that's how it is here. Most guys they go to Sasua, and if they don't go to Sasua, they go to Santo Domingo, and after that is they might go to Santiago. Very few, and that's about I like it. Santiago. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. about it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, man. But uh, uh, hold on, I got another question. Yeah, let's see here. You they got, swear they know DR. Yeah, yeah, they swear they. Know, swear they, they yeah, they yeah, 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 yeah. I've yeah, been yeah. DR twenty times. Where you been to Sasua? Exactly. Okay, where else? Uh, right. Uh. Porta Playa? Right. Porta Plata? Okay. <laughs> right. That's, that's down the street, but okay. What is your favorite what is your favorite your favorite city in Colombia? Oh man, my favorite city is Cali. Gotcha. Hey, Cali's <laughs> got the same weather as Tampa, so gotcha. uh is Medellin is the city of eternal spring. It rains for at least about thirty minutes to an hour every day for about two hundred something uh days out of the year. You have Cartagena, which is on the Atlantic coast, which with now we're going to put it right across. You've got Cartagena right here. You've got Bogota in the middle and you got Santa Marta right here. So they're straight across from each other, two hours apart. Right. And all of them right off the Atlantic ocean. And because Colombia is the only country in the world that's right off the Atlantic and Pacific ocean. If I'm not mistaken, Colombia is the only country in the world that's separated by two oceans as well. Mm. Uh, or connected to two oceans, and but it's too hot. Basically, it just it's too hot. It's like being in Santo Domingo all the time up there. Right. You know, I love Santo Domingo, but it's hot. Oh, it's super hot. And so uh, it's African hot yeah, in Santo. That, that, that's Cartagena. <laughs> right. The same heat, and yeah. so I, I can't do the heat like that. Bogota is is close to the mountains, so it's cold. When I say cold, bring your coat out because you 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 feeling like you're in New York because they got snow capped mountains over there. Like, yeah, you don't think about Colombia having snow cap. It's, it's dude. I have done mountain climbing in Colombia. I've been up uh, 15,000 feet above sea level. It is cold up there. <laughs> <laughs> At the top of those volcanoes, it's cold up there. It's so uh. So a lot of time that wind chill comes straight down to Bogota. So you're going for the most part throughout the year, you're in, you're in your 60s, 67, 68, 69 in Bogota, 61, 62 with no snow, but they'll get a little rain. But for the most part, especially when it gets cold at night, mm-hmm. you definitely know it. Uh, so here in Cali, you know, me living in Florida 14 years, it literally has the same weather as Tampa. 
Like, if it was 83 in Tampa, it would be 83 here in Cali. If it was 79 in Tampa, it was 79 here in Cali. I don't know why it's like that, but the same weather I got, uh, so I'm accustomed to the weather already, so I I enjoy that. Right. Secondly, I I enjoy Cali because I call it the Atlanta of Colombia. No other city outside of those coastal cities have the amount of Afro-Colombians that are doing really good than Cali. Mm. You have some in Medellin that are doing okay. You have very few, but some in, in Bogota. Cartagena is, you know, is coastal, so th- they're there. Right. But if you but a lot of times they migrate to Cali because there are so many educational and business opportunities for people of color here. And so that's one of the reasons why I call it the the uh the uh the Atlanta of Colombia and also you cannot beat the body. There is no city, major city in Colombia that have women that have bodies that look like Cali. And that's when I came out with the term called Cali, Cali curve. Curve. I remember you. I remember you calling that term Cali Curve. <laughs> yeah, because the, the 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 ladies, their cat, their 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 thighs, like yeah. they don't have these small waistlines, and then all of a sudden everything just flares out the behind, and their and their <laughs> thighs are just so look like somebody like like Stan Lee drew them as a comic book hero. <laughs> and you'll see that a lot. Their thighs are really solid, like track stars, right? Solid thighs, solid calves, and the behind, and then you see the small waistline. You see the prettiest face on these sisters' dimples. Th- that long curly hair that you see, or yeah. the long straight hair you see, so ain't no weaves nowhere. Right, and right. You're, look, you're looking at looking at some of the most beautiful dark chocolate, not yeah. just brown chocolate. Some of the most beautiful dark chocolate women you have ever seen in your life. You right. like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So if you if you in the sisters, yeah, and you want to be in a major city. Cali is 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 the place. We just got back. Uh, what about Cartagena? Last weekend, Cartagena. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna put it like this: Cartagena, you have the coastal sisters, but I always think about the well-roundedness. Gotcha. Cartagena, you more complete woman area. Yeah, it has right. It has that look about it, like oh, I'm having such a good time. But if you live in Cartagena, you see more black people struggling. Right. When you go to the hood. You going to ain't no. There is no sidewalks. There is no no road. <laughs> and so those people. And plus, plus, it's expensive to live in Cartagena just as a regular person. Right. But so when I say Cali, is because I see not only black women that are beautiful, but they're they're focused on. It's nothing to see a sister in school. Mm. Uh, I, I was doing salsa. I was at a, a salsa club the other day, and I met this one sister. She does crypto, and she works for the mayor. Mm. You know, you, you see sisters doing stuff. You don't right. see that as much, and even though you is there, it's not as prevalent and, and expected in Cartagena. So, as so basically, basically, life. basically, they're more intellectual. Yeah, they are. Yeah, at, at least the, the black population. Not is everybody down here uh, uh, that's black. No, you got the hood. Yeah, you got a hood, and and they act like they did when they was up in Cartagena with the live music and in, in Bogota. I mean, Benicia <laughs> with the live music, blah blah blah, speakers sticking out the window, and you like, hey, that's hood. Yeah, yeah. But you still have a lot of people that are that are getting out of the hood. Or one of the things that they do here also is 
they will let the outside of their house look like the rest of the neighborhood. Mm. But as soon as you crack that door, it looks like that house should be somewhere in a magazine in California. That's how it is here. It's, 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 yeah, it's very yeah. often you'll see a house on the outside. You think that that's a shack or it's just, it's regular. It's not, ain't nothing special about that house. And you go on the inside and it looks Hollywood, Vegas <laughs> all day long. Some of the most amazing architecture mm. and beauty and modernness will be inside that house. And you would not know it at all. Wow. Okay, so let's uh we're gonna switch gears again. So let's go to the we're gonna give oh, yeah. some some traveling tips to to the black men because I and the reason why I uh came up with this one because I know I see some of these brothers out here on these channels, man, they, they just <laughs> they don't understand the importance of image. And and again, it's your money, you can do what you wanna do. I get all of that. But at the end of the day, we still represent each other no matter what. True. Yeah. So uh, That's true. I, I would say my I would say learn the culture. I would say learn the language as much as you can. Speaking of language, how's your Spanish now, man? <laughs> oh man, boy, the man gonna kill me. I already <laughs> told myself that. I, 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 I already told myself I'm, I'm binging all the lessons that the man and I have been studying because you know he's been my instructor for a minute, and so. I'm binging all all all, all my uh, lessons that that he and I have done on Zoom. So when we get started again at the beginning of the year, yeah, I'm I'm at least up to par Back. on everything that we have gotcha. studied. So, so is he is he but, um I, is he's in is, is he's in Colombia? Uh, he's there with you. Oh, okay, and okay, so yeah, I might need but to get you know, with him you myself. Do, you can do Zoom. I might yeah, need to get with him myself anyway. so I can learn this Spanish. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I got yeah. I, I know some stuff, but I want to be fluent. I'm not fluent. That's how your mind is all the bits and pieces missing yeah. all over the place. Yeah, and it's kind of funny. My ear, my ear is a lot better than my than my blah. And so I, when somebody <laughs> when somebody's speaking, I can tell you from being around Andrea family, I can kind of basically tell you what person is saying, right? Uh, easily now, right? But when it's time for me to speak, it's like, huh, what, what? Uh-huh. So <laughs> I've I've heard that it normally takes between six to eight months to really get you a nice foundation down. Right. And so I promised myself that's going to be my gift for myself for 2022 to really get it down. Because now I'm starting, uh, like a couple of weeks ago, they asked us to be ambassadors for the city. Mm. And I did a couple of interviews and I was so lost with my Spanish. And I was like, you know what? I'm yeah. just really time because now you're starting to make connections. Right. And it's one thing to be in a country and you just you're able to survive and live and enjoy your life. Right. But now you're making connections. Right. Now I'm making connections with people that's like, let's go bowling. Let's play golf. Right. Let's play some tennis. Let's do business. Right. And if I don't have that, you know, that Spanish generation of Spanish. Yeah. yeah. You, like you say, you at least need the found. We both need the foundation. I, I, I just have a structure like I'm hearing it. It sounds strange depending on what if they speaking like very if they speaking a lot all at one time. It's, it's like a lot because it's here in Dominica they speak the most fastest yeah. Sp- Spanish speaking. They speak faster than anybody yeah, Andrew else. Andre did not understand. Andre <laughs> did not understand half the time when they were talking. They, and they and, and they speak and broken and it's broken Spanish on top of that. So it's yes. not like complete Spanish. Yes. So I tell my wife, yes. I say, what I'm learning, I'm not hearing. So my ears are waiting for something to be heard. That's not being heard because it's broken. It's they're not speaking the proper yeah. Spanish. Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah, 
Correct. Domain says I'm in the U.S. right now on vacation. Yeah. Uh, shout out for that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, okay, uh, I'm definitely going to get a couple of lessons from you, brother. Yeah, yeah. yeah so he's a good teacher. Really yeah, good get teacher. my information from uh. Yeah, get my information from Andre, man. I definitely want some lessons. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, and the reason why I chose the main was I wanted somebody that was outside of Colombia. So remember, I said Colombia has has three states, mm. and which means Colombia has. I mean, five states. That means that there are five different ways of saying something in Spanish as well. Even though Colombia is known, is known linguistically by like the International Linguistics Organization as the perfect couple, a perfect country to learn Spanish because their pronunciation is like up to par, right? Right. You still don't want to make the mistake of learning Spanish from one region, then you get to another region and certain terms and words may be completely different. Right. So, so what I enjoy about the main is he breaks it down elementary style and then bring me up to par on gotcha. proper communication and things gotcha. like, like I did like one of the first lessons he taught me was, I didn't even think about it, that every letter in Spanish makes a sound. Right. In English, it doesn't do that. So when you're trying to look at, look and read Spanish and English, you're used to words like knife. The K doesn't make a sound. Right. You're used to certain words that don't, don't make a sound. Right. Yeah, you have silent and, uh, words. Yeah. See, like the word apple. And the word apple, the E doesn't make a sound. Right. But it's there. Right. And, but, but in Spanish, every word makes a sound. And then I understand, now I understand why when people, a person in Spanish speaks English because they're pronouncing every word, I mean, every letter, Right in that word, in because that word. constantly that's how Spanish is. Right. So the main has taught me little things like that. The other thing is Spanish is just like it's it's, it's a uh, uh, a gender language as well. Yeah, male and female. So yeah, yeah. Your pronunciation. If if I learned everything from Andrea, my pronunciation will will come, will come from a feminine. Yeah, you be pronouncing feminine words come that it's too feminine. Right. It depends so on the, it depends on what the word is. A man, right, right. Right. I chose a brother uh to where he's going to be pronouncing words from a male's perspective and not me hearing the subconscious ways that females talk all the time. So it was it was a reason why I chose the man. Plus, you know, I'm going to get a brother the money before I get the money to somebody else. I'm 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 supply That's right. my my fellow expat, you know? <laughs> That's right. So uh um Let's see what else. Um, let's see. I would uh, my 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 another tip that I would say is become uh, economically inclined. Meaning, uh, you yeah. know, if you come into a country, you you definitely need to learn the currency. <laughs> you do because uh, you could definitely get get you know ripped off and stuff like that. Uh, that's that's an important you thing. Do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Go ahead. Another one for me is when you leave the United States, leave the United States. Leave that bad energy in the United States. Leave that bad stop energy trying, in the states. I'm, 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 no, I'm, I'm that too. But stop trying to come to other countries and make it the United States. Half y'all dudes keep looking for hip hop clubs. Yeah, y'all looking for women yeah. that act like women in the states, but still yeah. be fit. No. You in you you come to Cali. This is the capital of in the world for salsa music and dancing. 
you ain't gonna find a bunch of hip hop clubs. Do they play that music in, in reggaeton in certain areas? Yes. Go to when you go to Peru, when you go to Thailand, when you go to Mexico, respect the culture enough to stop automatically looking for what you know to make you feel comfortable. In their country. In their country. In their country. (laughs) And remember, you 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 are a visitor. You're a visitor. You know, no matter what, you are a visitor. Driving. Yeah. I can sit up there and get mad at all these motorcycles all around me, or I can sit back and say, you know what? That's how they drive. The motorcycles are all in between the cars, all yeah. inside the car. Oh, they drive crazy like that too. That's there, y'all do. Oh, oh, well, you got a sample of. D- I've never been to Columbia, but I know you got a sample of that DR driving. Oh my god. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> yeah, what got me in Santo Domingo? They don't even have street lights in certain areas. Oh like, man, no street lights, no stop signs. So everybody got to ride by. When you get ride by, you got to hit the horn. Yeah, uh-uh, I'm coming through. I'm coming through. Like what? And some of them come as like a four way street. They'll come out in the middle and then stop. I'm like, no, you done blocked the damn road. Now you might as well keep on going. <laughs> it's crazy yeah. man it's crazy yeah yeah man but i i, I won't lie it's, if it's just little things like that that you have to worry about in, in when you leave the united states i'm gone well, well let me ask you this yeah what made you decide and I, i'll even answer it myself what made you decide that living in dr was the best fit for you compared to back home in the united states good question Okay, so for me, initially, um, I was out of a marriage. I was married for 20. My previous marriage was for 20 years until I met my wife. Uh-huh. So um, I was just a bachelor. So initially, um, I was going to live in Africa. I was going to Africa. That's right. where I was going to live. And uh, one of my coworkers, um, he was dating. Now he's married to her. He inv- told me to come here because I was on my third trip to go to Africa. He was like, hey, man, po- cancel that trip. Come down here with me. And I, got, I came here. Uh, I fell in love with the culture. The weather was similar to Africa. It was very nice and hot. Um, and it just had that little that little African-Spanish spin to it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so uh, that's what that, that was it. And so um, I flew back. I, actually, we, we, we was into a wedding. Went to a wedding here. Somebody, a stranger from America. He, he lived by, ironically, he lived in Atlanta, actually in the Stone Mountain area. And um he told right. us to come to the wedding. He said, because I'm the only one here, I'm getting married, and, and y'all will be my American brothers for that day. So we went to the wedding. Uh, you, know, we ex- you know, we talked that day, exchanged numbers uh, the day before his wedding. And uh, when I flew back to the States, and that's when he told me someone was interested in me. So that's how I met, <laughs> that's how I met my wife. Not at the wedding. She, she, was going through her sister, she was going through her sister-in-law phone, and she was like, who is that guy right there? She, they was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that I flew up, I flew back out man and when I say that was divine intervention that was divine intervention cuz initially I'm telling you I would have been in Africa right now I know I would have What uh, uh the main said what what uh Oh what, what country? country okay I was in Ghana I went to Ghana twice I was uh initially I I dated uh I dated a chick there uh I said about a year or so but I went there twice and I enjoyed it there in Ghana it it was nice and um, like I said, I would have been there even if me and her broke up. I was still going to Africa no matter what because as a, as a as a black man in America, I felt like we yeah. we have fought so much and we're still not considered fully Americans. You know what I mean? So that was my thought process then, and and still now, uh, you know, it's just like you know, 
second class citizens almost and we still keep fighting still talking about the same subjects that that Malcolm X and Martin Luther King was talking about you know what I mean so I, I, I feel more <laughs> American outside of America. Yeah, yeah. Than I do in America. Than I do in America. Way more yeah, outside yeah, of yeah. the United States. I'm going to tell you what's crazy. Let me say this while it's fresh on my mind. I remember filling out my passport because I didn't get my passport to. I got a divorce. So um, I had to be in, what, 40, 41, 42 years old at the time. So right. anyway, I got my passport. And um, my first trip was Africa. But when I got my passport, I remember filling out the. I'm going to tell you how, how America have us all kind of screwed up sometimes, you know. So I'm up here filling out the uh, application, and it says, you know, uh, you know, down there, which I put African-American. And <laughs> the right. white lady was like, uh, she was like, sir, no, no, don't put that. So I had to start the application all over. She said, no, just put American. You don't have to put African-American. So again, but again, we've been told so many things. Uh, then we start digesting them. We start accepting them. You know, uh, for example, the color black, we say black, but I'm looking at myself and yourself. We kind of similar tone. It's brown, right. it's brown. <laughs> but we have accepted the term black because that was the color part of the color. You know what I'm saying? The color. Uh, it's a it's a social construct. So that was a part of right. that. So we, we've right. learned to adopt things that we shouldn't have adopted to. So when I hear people talking in conversation, I know what they mean. But, you know, I say, OK, black, but. You know, so that's why. Uh, but Africa was it. To answer your question, Africa was it. I still got a love for Africa. Uh, I just retired last week officially. Um, I do want to go to Africa at least once every. I, thank you. I want to go there at least once every other year. Once every other year. But I want to go to different that's countries good. this time. But Egypt is on my list. Yeah. That's one of my to do. Egypt. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely. Our, uh, I think, I was talking to you the other day. Andre and I are already planning on that we're going to be spending a lot of time in Europe over the next couple of years. Yeah, uh, I, I'm heavy into architecture mm. uh, and heavy into global history, so we're going to be. Plus, it'll give us the opportunity to be close enough to be able to fly from Africa to Europe compared to flying from that is true south america or north america that to is true Europe. so i mean to, to africa that'll be a so five or six hour five africa or six africa. hour flight depending on what country yeah plus in europe you can do a train ride to 13 countries for 500 bucks and we talk about the those those super trains and so wow you know you, you for 500 bucks you're getting in 13 countries you're right. like I bet yeah and so i was wondering like how many i'm, I'm sitting back looking at people talking about They've gone for six months and they come back and they're like, "Well, I went to thirty-four countries." You're like, "How?" Did- <laughs> so that's the secret. That's the secret. <laughs> Once you get to Europe, it's everything gets around by train and by very, very inexpensive flights. Yeah. Same thing with Colombia. Colombian flights are like fifty dollars here, really dollars there, twenty dollars. Wow. Yeah, thirty bucks to Medellin. That's crazy, man. Trips, that's like crazy. Fifty-two bucks. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. And plus, it would not be with it not being so large of a country like it's the size of Texas. Your flight is no more than an hour, hour fifteen minutes, no matter where you go. Right. And so, and and, and that's those are the, those are some of the benefits of being here in South America. The other thing about being the benefit about being here in South America that a lot of people don't know is once you get your cellular. In South America, you don't have a social security card. You have an ID. You have your ID card. Gotcha. 
and your your ID card has a number. Now, of course, I cover my number. Of course, up. I'm glad you uh, did. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. please it's, cover up the good uh, important stuff. It's, 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 right, it's your Social Security card and your your ID in one. Right, but with this, I could tr- I don't have to use my passport in South America again. And see, that's that's how yeah. I can go to Peru throughout the whole Canada, South America, right? Right. All of South America. The only one that, that that's not in it right football for right now is Venezuela, but that's based off that's because of what they're going through in Venezuela. Right. So you right. You gotta have a visa to get into it. But other than that, I and I, I could open up businesses. I could buy uh, 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 property in yeah. those countries. Yeah, I'm working on my second citizenship. I'm working on my uh actually my my lawyer has my passport now. They they are supposed to put the visa on there and then uh that that'll give yeah. me my residential once yeah, I get I my, yeah. for my residential then I get my citi- second citizenship. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'll be eligible for my full citizenship next March to apply for my full citizenship. Yeah. So I'll be able to have a Colombia cuz my goal is three passports. Mine's is uh, too, bro. Mine is too. I want one from yeah. Africa. I want one yeah. from Africa. <laughs> Yeah, I want that third one. uh, Andre and I said we want our kids to be born with three passports. Mm. So that's one of the reasons why we decided that we're going to be living outside of Colombia for a while. So when when we do have children, we want to have the children born with a U.S. passport, a Colombian passport, and the passport of whatever country they're born in. So what uh, you say you leave it next year? Yeah, yeah, we're going to go uh, visit Portugal for four months, and then we're going to, in in that, we're going to be heading to other countries, of course. We'll be be visiting other countries. She's got family in Europe as well. And so after that, we'll make a decision on what country we want to go to. We'll be shooting down to Africa. We don't know what country we're going to go to in Africa, but during during that four-month window, we're going to take a flight down. But at the end of the day, even though we love Colombia, we're going to own property here. Andrea and I want to experience life in other countries. That's why we did a full month in DR. And unlike other dudes, you know, other people, they do a few weeks in D. I mean, a few days in DR. Oh, so y'all was we here for four months. Did. Yeah, we were the whole month. Yeah. Oh, for That's one month. We one month. Whole, yeah, for one month. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. That's cool, so we man. We did a train ride. We did a subway ride in. Uh, uh, in uh, uh, Santo Domingo, a lot of people don't even know it's a subway in Santo Domingo. Dude, I'm, I'm, you just told me something that I didn't know. <laughs> what? Santo Domingo it has the DR has the only subway system in the Caribbean. I did and not I'm know that. Talk about clean, clean. I, I didn't brand know that. New. I didn't know yeah, that, dude. It, it is. It, yeah, it is. Yeah, it, it is beautiful. I, I will man. be. I will be it's heading beautiful. down there. I will be heading down there um, next month. I've already. Um, I got a friend flying in. And I, you know, so he's going to be in Santo, Santo Domingo area. I said, yeah, because here I'm in like a rural area. It's not room for entertainment. Right. So right. I said, hey, man, you can either go down south to Santo Domingo or you can go to Puerto Plata. Which one you want to do? You know, pick your poison. Yeah. And then from there, you know what I'm saying? We'll, we'll, we'll uh, navigate from there. So, yeah, man. Uh, so what is your, what is your um, take on the uh, passport pookies? <laughs> Okay, this this part of me. This Andre, right? First, explain to them what pass. Let them know who the passport pookas are. <laughs> let them know who passport uh, pookas are. Yeah, the passport pookies. 
like, <laughs> like we said earlier, man, we, we're not trying to tell a man how to spend his money. We ain't pocket watching. We ain't doing none of that stuff. Right. But if we're not pocket watching, you got to watch your own pockets. Mm-hmm. And a lot of dudes make the mistake of overpaying mm-hmm. uh, when, they're, when they're out there being a passport pookie. They fall in love with the wrong woman or Western Union don't want to face reality. Right. Yeah, they lie to themselves. One of, one of the easiest things that a woman, I tell dudes that women in Colombia and DR in South America have the ability to make these dudes do one thing and one thing only, <laughs> and they can get anything they want from them. As long as they can get you to lie to yourself, right? they can get your money, oh, they man. get your sex, they get your time, all they of get you it. to marry them, all they get of you it. to do any, all of it, as long <laughs> as you lie That's true. to yourself. Facts. And these dudes get off the plane constantly lying to themselves. Mm-hmm. She loved me. Okay, when was the last time you've been down? I, like, I, I got a partner. Yeah. This dude does not even own a passport, has never been here to Colombia, and yet and still, this dude is claiming that this girl is his girlfriend for the last year, and he's been sending her money. I'm like, brother, that's not your girlfriend. This this one. That is not your girlfriend. I, got, I know a dude, man, he he only came, he just, he been he was talking to this chick. He only been down here. Well, even before he got down here, he was already talking about. Yeah, I'm looking at land. This and that. I'm like, hold on, how you go look for land? You you ain't even got here. So he just let's say he just he so he just recently came for the first time. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, so he, and he's in a relationship. So I'm like, when you coming back? Oh man, I'm coming back uh, in the spring sometime. I'm like, now this is you know this man got you know retired, got funds together. I'm like, what's the What's the hold up? <laughs> you know, if you, what's the problem, man? You know, but they thinking they got all this time in the. I don't. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know, they man. Lying to themselves. They, yeah, that's why I say you're they not. Lie. He's not being 100 percent honest with himself. And uh, I know for me, even when I was, I was back and forth every two two months. I was flying back. I was flying back. You know, making myself yep. active. That's how I was. You know. Uh, because I knew I was in a relationship. Now, my wife, once we got married, after the two years, she did fly to the States, and she didn't like it. So I was I was going to do 30 years. And uh, and so when she said she didn't like it, I said, okay, well, you go back. Um, now, she do have a son for the previous uh, relationship before she met me. So right, she right, only right. had one child. So I was like, okay, go back. You know, it's no problem. I said, I just go ahead and just, you know, toughen it out, and uh, I just keep doing what I'm doing, just go back and forth. And then uh, – we after my twenty seven year, I'm like, you know, she was like, you know, just come on home, you know, we, you know, three years ain't gonna be, you know, we'll be okay. I was like, okay, baby. So that's yeah. what it was. She was like, come on home because yeah. she said this is not, you know, this is not my idea of being married. I need my husband here with me. I was like, you know what, you right, you right. That's how. That's how. And I, I did that. I did that, I did that for for. I did. I flew back and forth for um, six years, man. Wow. <laughs> wow, I only did mine for like maybe a year. Yeah. Because yeah. I knew I, I knew that and I, you were more established in your career. Right. I even though I was a college recruiter, I'm making making really good money. I was looking for any excuses to get me out of the States. I was like, what? Okay, I'm out. <laughs> and I and I and I had already been following, you know, expats and they were making money online anyway. I was like, what? I could work for somebody online and that means I could go to I could move to whatever country I want to. Right. So 
I started off bad by getting hired for a company to work online. Mm. And that was it. Once I was making online US dollars. That was that was I a wrap. That was a wrap. That was it. <laughs> that was, man, I was on the first thing smoking. That's what's I, up. The only only reason I was going back and forth was to do little things like sell my car or yeah. uh uh make sure I had all the paperwork I needed and or I'm buying furniture here. Right. So I'm like getting rid of furniture there. Little things like that, but yeah. I had already made up in my mind. I was I'm disconnecting. Yeah. Even when I go to the states now, I feel more like a ghost. Yeah. Than I feel like a part of the U.S. now. Yeah, I, I don't feel like a part. Family. I don't feel like a part of it either. It's like this is and America is. A, let me say this: America is a beautiful country, but uh, we have to it always is. remember that America is an experiment. Yeah, it's an experiment. The other thing is. I, 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 I'm not bombarded every day with my color like in the States. Right. In the States, every, when you wake up, black, black, black. You're dealing you're with reminded it. reminded every day that you're a black guy, whether it be our own people reminding each other. Right. Because you're black, you got to get educated. You gotta right, get, you gotta right, right. You're black. You know, you get pulled over by a cop, you're black. If you, if you, you know, if you know, you go to black club, you support the black dollar, <laughs> which is all, you, you see what I'm saying? It's all every a part of the system. It, even if you're talking to pro-black talk, you still, you still conceded talking toward the system, you know? And so the Thank best you. way, I, I man, I, I say this, I say this, man, we got, uh, you know, black, uh, black folks got the, uh, uh What's that? Uh, what's that syndrome with? Um, I forget the name. Catch the break. The, the Stockholm syndrome. We got the Stockholm syndrome when it comes to the United States. Yeah. That's 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 how I look at us as a group. We have a stock a Stockholm syndrome yeah. where we always okay go along just to get along, and then you know when yeah. our feathers get ruffled, then we want to start barking again, and then after things calm down, we come back down. We come back, you know, yeah. but we never want to leave. And again, it's not for everybody to leave. Let me say that too. It's not for everybody to leave. But those who can or even thought about it, hopefully this show will. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully the show will give you some courage. You, a, lot of, a lot of passport pookies should not be passport pookies. Yeah. And the I weekend warriors. And don't forget about the weekend the warriors. They should not be getting off that plane. <laughs> right. Because now, now they coming to Columbia a lot too now. <laughs> Oh man, listen. Those pookies. I I seen one fool on Facebook throwing pesos. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? They don't do yeah, that. Man. They he throwing it up in the air like like he's some they type of guy. And then when you come back to the States, you flipping damn pizza. Come on, man. Stop it. Hey, I'm telling you something. In in the in here in Colombia, they just recently put more police officers in that region of Cartagena now. They have uh, that that clock tower. Yeah. Because President Biden was here last week. Right. And they cleaned all that up. All that got cleaned up. They were like, y'all not about to be up here acting the fool. And in 2012, when Obama came, his security, this was a big scandal here in Colombia. Mm-hmm. His security got caught messing with the ladies of the night, paying for the ladies of the night. Hold on. Who is this? Yeah. his Biden? Obama's. 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 In 2012. <laughs> It was a big scandal, dude. You can look it up. You can look it up. Obama security. When you get a chance, Google it. Obama uh, security and women in Cartagena, or or, or uh, getting caught in Carth- uh, Obama security getting caught in eleven dudes. Wow. Messing mess with mangoes. Yeah, messing with the mangoes. Messing with you know y'all so call them y'all call them y'all call them uh, uh, you know, 
yeah, y'all call them what pros or something? What's what's the word y'all use in Colombia? Yeah, and yeah, here we pros. call them, and uh, in Dominican we call them chapadoras, chapadoras, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the the pros. <laughs> oh, that's crazy! I, I'm gonna look it up. I'm definitely gonna look it up, man. So, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. you will find a bunch of articles on it. A bunch. Of, it was a big scandal. Car, just Google Cartagena, uh, Obama uh, security. And uh, the, you know the, the anything had to do with the ladies of the night, and all these articles will pop up of when it happened in two thousand uh, twelve, two thousand thirteen. Gotcha, gotcha. And so when Biden came last month, they were, and that's why they were like, "We we have to clean all this up because yeah. we're not about to have what happened in two thousand twelve <laughs> happen with President Biden." <laughs> and Biden was Biden came on that trip in two thousand twelve. Mm. This is his second time in Colombia. That's crazy. So yeah, man. So um, again, I want to I want to thank you, man, for for giving me some blessing me with your time. Uh, I want to thank uh, your supporters for coming on board, man. Supporting you, supporting me. I appreciate it. Thank you all for coming in. I appreciate you all. Uh, so any words? We always try to leave with a word of wisdom on this platform. Uh, uh, something, any kind of token that you want to leave, uh, say before um, we end it. Oh yeah. Uh, you get one life, one time, one chance. There is no extra life you got in a shoebox in the closet. None of us do. Ladies, you can't reach your purse and find another life, and you can start from scratch. You get one life. So while you're spending all that time arguing and fussing and dealing with all that those ups and downs of the life that you have in the States, you may have been born to migrate. Our ancestors were. Our grandparents migrated from the north, from the south to the north. That's how we got Detroit and Chicago and all these black people up in New York and so forth, because they migrated from the south to the north. We have been the people that have always migrated and showcased or became better because of it. You might be a part of that migration or, or need to be a part of the migration that are using the passports now. Black people learning new languages, new learning new cultures. This is stuff that we would have never learned in books. Right. So as I mentioned before, if you're on the cusp of thinking about relocating to another country, just try it for a couple of months. Try it for a month or a couple of weeks. Yeah. To see if that country or that experience at least at least two weeks. Is. At least two weeks. Yeah. Minimum. Minimum. At least and start making those preparations. Yeah, right. But I think you need to plan too. Uh I would say plan at least about five years out. Easy. I did yeah. three years. Yeah, mine was three years. So, I, 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 yeah, learn I mean, uh, I your your your, your, your Spanish teacher before we. I thought we was gonna close it out, but we we all go close it out. But I I got I'm gonna uh, resp- give his last uh, uh, question. He want to know uh, the cost uh-huh. of living versus Dominican Republic. So I guess you can say what cost Good there, idea. huh? Good idea compared to the U.S. dollar compared to the Dominican say, Republic. Oh, compared to DR, DR is more expensive. Yeah, there you go. He said DR is more expensive. There DR you go. Way, yeah, <laughs> DR is way more expensive. Now I can't say way. More. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is because here in Cali, we even when Andre and I were there, we were like, man, we bleed money out here. Yeah, we probably spent on on our trip maybe four thousand, five thousand uh, on our trip that month in DR. Yeah, that would have never happened in Colombia. You are not going to spend, and we live in a nice area, and right, me right. and Andrea eat good. 
And there is no way in the world you're going to spend 5000 even traveling throughout Colombia, and it's larger than DR. Right, but right. Some of the re- but, but, but we were, as tourists and, and as YouTubers, purposely going to some of the fancier restaurants to showcase these locations. Like we went to the restaurant in, uh, in the Seth Domingo that was in the cave, the underground restaurant. Mm. We, we, we did that. That one. So it's, it's of course. So this was a lot more. We went to Camp David in uh, in Santo Domingo. I mean uh, Santiago. So we know Camp David is right. more expensive. Than, but we were we we already knew that a lot of places that we went to it would cost more. Right. Our our Airbnbs were in places where there would be three mansions next to it. So right. we understand that our expenses were a lot more. So your total your total expenses were about four thousand. Yeah, about four thousand. Okay. okay, for the month. For the month, yeah. But in Colombia, you it wouldn't cost that much. Could probably have. It would huh? cost maybe it, easy for a month in Colombia with the travel. It probably would have cost maybe twenty five hundred to maybe three thousand, and that's gotcha. a maybe to it. Gotcha. Gotcha. But because again, Colombia is a very think about it, the dollar is four to one, uh, almost four to one in Colombia. Yeah, I, I so definitely plan on going. I, I, I definitely yeah. want to go and visit there um, one day uh, because I'm I'm thinking about uh, I don't know I'm still considering should I get braces or just should I get the veneers? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, me personally, I would do the veneers. Yeah, but if I do them, I'm gonna have to go out there. The so yeah, then, then with braces, if your teeth start sliding again, then you got to put the braces back on. Right, again. right, right. So I might have to. I, I, nerves, yeah, so we'll. Color, yeah, we'll have to talk after the show, so you give me some uh, recommendations because I remember you. I remember you uh, went to uh, and got. <laughs> I remember that. See, I remember. Yeah, I, I was watching I the show. Teeth, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Andre got hers done. We got ours. Yeah, yeah. So. um and what's what's that? Uh, well, we'll talk. We'll talk after the. We'll talk after the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But man, thank you again. Uh, I just had to give uh, learn. Uh, let's learn Spanish TV. He had one that that last question. That was his last question. Uh, comparing the prices. So oh, you yeah, you answered you answered that. Uh, and uh, like Andre said, man, you don't, you only live once. You you don't you don't get a sequel. And I'm going to end on this note: is the most precious thing we have on this earth is our time. You can lose money and gain money, but you cannot. If you lose time, you can't can't gain time back. It's a done deal. No. On that note, we out. We out. You got the outgoing music too. <laughs> yeah.